But strangely, at this moment, I am actually feeling quite relaxed. Hey. Welcome to Working Title, the show where we talk about books, movies, and everything in between. Vampires. I really like vampires. Here, yeah, no shit, Sherlock. So I may have made that very obvious. But the point is, I like vampires. I also like movies about vampires. Which brings us to today's victim, Vampire Diary. I found this movie while looking for vampire movies to review. Take a shot every time I say vampire. But the interesting thing about this movie is, one, it's a Tubi movie, so I was going to talk about it regardless. But when I rolled over it so it could show me a shot from the movie, it didn't. It showed me a shot from The Vampire Diaries, the CW TV series from 2009. So now I have to know what's going on. But first, what is Vampire Diary? Vampire Diary is a 2006 psychological horror written, by, written and directed by Phil O'Shea, who doesn't appear to have a lot of credits under his belt, one of his most notable jobs being the writer behind four episodes of the Dark Knight TV series, which I have never seen and probably never will. Uh, I also forgot to mention this. He's an English screenwriter, and all of the actors in this movie are also English, so it's a very British film. I bring that up. It's not something that I have an issue with, but it is something that I didn't know going in. Um, where was I? The film stars Morvan Macbeth as Holly, a young filmmaker who starts an affair with a vampire named Vicky, played by Anna Walton. A vampire named Vicky. Where have I heard that before? I can't think of anything. The movie doesn't appear to have done that well, having one critic review on Rotten Tomatoes and an overall audience score of 33%, as well as a 4.2 on IMDb. So what's it like really? Let's find out. You're never gonna get it, I'm a hazard to myself. I'll break it to you easy, this is hell, this is hell. Do you guys remember when I talked about After and I went in expecting to hate it, but I ended up enjoying it? I went into Vampire Diary genuinely thinking I was going to like it. How do I put this politely? Vampire Diary makes After Ever Happy look like a cinematic masterpiece. So what's it about? We open on a video of a person who we find out is named Adam, played by Jamie Thomas King giving us the classic whoever finds this message. We then cut to a club where people are being filmed. Here we meet Hayes, played by Kate Sissons, who, thank God I never have to say her name again because I'm fairly certain I am saying it wrong. Uh, Brad, played by Justin McDonald, and Eddie, played by Keith Lee Castle, which, for the record, is a pretty cool name. <laughs> Warning you now, I decided while watching the movie that I was going to call Eddie Dave. Not really sure why. But so if you hear me mention Dave, I'm talking about Eddie. Anyway, we get a monologue from main character Holly about how she thought she was making a movie about vampire enthusiasts, but realizes that someone is filming her. This is where we get our first glance at Vicky, who I didn't read my introduction prior to watching this, so I forgot her name was Vicky, and I started calling her Camilla until after I found out her name. <laughs> A uh, little bit goes by and we're at a party that Holly is throwing at her house. 
which I was wondering how they knew each other, but if I had to guess, they're probably friends. How the fuck do they know Eddie? Because he appears to be significantly older than all of them. But anyway, all of them leave except for Vicky, who Holly invites to stay the night in our house. You're an even bigger moron than I thought you were. This appears to be a common thing. Holly has no self-preservation skills. Anyway, in the middle of the night, Vicky goes out, filming herself, of course, and she kills Eddie. Now I feel like it's a good time to talk about the pacing. Okay. The, like, pacing? I, I don't know how to describe it, but, like, this movie is kind of all over the place. I haven't seen... Blair Witch Project or like really any found footage movie so maybe that's just the comes with the genre but like it's so weird I don't know I I can't describe it hopefully future me will be able to describe it better thank you past me this movie is all over the place like it doesn't know what the story is now, like I said, I haven't seen a lot of found footage films, but once, but one I did see was Spree with Joe Keery. Spree is not a perfect movie, there are some parts where it kind of drags, but I would say it's a good movie. The important thing is, though, it was cohesive. I understood what was going on. Half the time while watching Vampire Diary, I was confused as hell. Since we're on the topic, found footage films usually have an explanation for how the footage got released. Spree was archived live streams and videos, spoilers by the way, at the end after Joe Keery's character, I forgot his name, dies, he became a sort of icon on the 4chan side of the internet. The movie we just watched was a movie somebody made using the available footage. There's no explanation for this film. They could have shot it like a regular movie and it would have made no difference. Anyway, Eddie's death is reported, there's a funeral, and afterwards Holly and Vicky and then they do the old devil's tango. Afterwards, Vicky goes out again, and this time Brad is her unlucky victim. He's assumed missing, and Hayes being... You're just a girl who knows too much. Says she saw Vicky at the club with Brad the night before. Holly confronts her about it after they leave, as Vicky had denied it, and Holly covered for her. And she says it wasn't supposed to be Brad, and leaves Holly a tape to watch. Also, why would you keep footage that incriminates you? You dumb bitch. After watching the tape, Holly goes to find Vicky sitting on a park bench, where she reiterates that it wasn't supposed to be Brad. Vicky, I know. What do you mean by it wasn't supposed to be him? Who was it supposed to be? You already killed Dave, so I know it ain't him. I feel like I have more to say when I don't like a movie versus when I do, but like I am genuinely at a loss for words, right? This is also around the time that I lost interest in the movie. Okay, what I don't understand is if she didn't want to kill Brad, then why did you take him in the first place? Like I genuinely don't understand. Because the mere fact that you two were in a car alone together kind of implies you intended to kill him. So, just... God, I can't wait for this movie to be over. 
It only got worse as the movie went on. I cared less and less. Just to give you an idea of how over it I was, here's a clip from the second half of the movie. I'm gonna keep recording just in case I have any actual commentary, but like, God, I'm so over this. This is the only clip from my reaction to the second half of the movie because I didn't really have anything to say. But anyway, Holly helps Vicky hide the body because apparently she didn't take care of it the night before. <sighs> There's a lot of times I call Vicky a dumb bitch and I'm gonna do it again. Vicky's a dumb bitch. <sighs> this ties into another problem with the movie, the relationship between our leads. God, I don't care. I hate their relationship. Like, I, I hate it. Bring up an example here. The relationship between uh, Louis and Lestat from Interview with a Vampire is a very toxic relationship. And I will hold the AMC show up as a perfect example of such. But, like, they make you care about the relationship. That's the thing. I have no reason to care about this relationship. I mean, she shows up at a party, basically admits that she... Uh, Vicky, Vicky basically admits that she was stalking Holly, shows up at her house, and they fuck one time? And suddenly, they're, like, madly in love, and Holly's helping Vicky hide a body? Like, I just... I don't care. I have no reason to care about this relationship. Something I didn't even think about until after the fact when I was grabbing clips. I can't even call this love. It's obsession. Going back to Interview with the Vampire, despite how toxic that relationship is, there's an argument to be made that they did love each other at some point. But with these two, I don't get that vibe. It seems like Holly is just obsessed with Vicky and Vicky is using that to her advantage. Ultimately, the relationship doesn't need to be a good one or even an example of a toxic relationship. But again, I don't care about their relationship. And a lot of the point plot points of this movie require you to care. Anyway, Holly interviews Vicky about her past and I think I said it best while watching it. Oh, more pictures. Nope. Nope, you do. To the outside world. We were ordinary. Certainly. No one would have guessed the truth in a million years. No one could have guessed what really went on in that place. My mother? Your father? Maybe. Maybe not. They'd turn up and then move on. Then my mother would get pregnant again. And my big sister. She looks like, like a hooker. I know. Vampires survive by living on the edge. With junkies, fascists, SM seniors. The weekend vampire scene? Anywhere vampire behavior won't stand out. Mm, solid. First memory is of having my fangs removed. Without anesthetic. 
You're born with friends, four of them. It's the only way you'll recognize a real vampire. That's a better memory. <laughs> but a few months after that was taken, I was locked up for the first time. But they had to let me go. I was underage, nine. How old I didn't is know she? I was doing anything wrong. I was a bad girl. Mm -hmm. And I got worse. Got a lot worse. But I like to scratch the other children, Mummy, and taste them. you were drinking blood. I left when I realized that the next time a male vampire turned up, it would be my turn. Fourteen years old and all alone in the world. But I grew up fast. I hooked up with the worst people I could find. They used me. I used them. Brazil, Peru, Argentina, V. Okay, like, this is fascinating, and it's world-building, but, like, again, I don't care. I've been given no reason to care about her backstory. So far, she's killed two people, seemed to have felt nothing about it, and, like, I don't care if she had a shitty childhood. You know who else had a shitty childhood? Damon Salvatore. But here's the thing. They made me care about Damon. They made me care about Catherine and Klaus. Like, even Lestat. They made me care about Lestat. If you want to give your character as a tragic backstory, fine, go for it. But you have to make your audience care. Because if they don't care, they're not going to get the emotion that you want from giving the character a tragic backstory. And this movie has failed to make me care about Vicky. I didn't even know her name until like 20 minutes in. Something I find very interesting is they make a very clear distinction between men and male vampires. Which seems pointless because it really doesn't affect the plot in any way. But some bullshit happens. Vicky reveals she's pregnant so she has to feed. Which makes me wonder if Vicky is a vampire or is she manic? It seems like they're kind of trying to do both. Like, Vicky can't just bite people. She has to cut them to get their blood. Which, if she's a human that genuinely thinks she's a vampire, that makes sense. But then at the end, her daughter drinks blood, which implies that Vicky was a vampire. This also brings into question, how old is Vicky? Is she a real vampire? Then are vampires in this world immortal? Can they die? They can go out into the sun, no problem. These are questions that I feel like should be answered. I understand that this is supposed to be a psychological horror, but there's too many questions to even enjoy it. I mean, I mean it succeeded in driving me mad. Uh, what else happens? Holly and Vicky get into a fight and break up. Afterwards, Holly starts looking for Vicky, who is now wanted for murder after killing two people. 
maybe more, but we only see two. Eventually, Vicky comes back, and they're back together. Holly decides to make herself a human blood bag, but can only give so much. They end up inviting Hayes, who confronts Holly about Vicky, saying she knows that Vicky is a vampire. So Hayes... So Hayes kills herself so that Vicky can feed. That scene was unsettling. I'm actually surprised I was able to watch it. I, to this day, have never watched the scene from 13 Reasons Why where Hannah kills herself. And I watched the show before they edited it out. Edited it it out. Eh. Uh, But Hayes is dead and they call Adam, who honestly was the only character keeping me sane. They all go to his uncle's beach house. Vicky has the baby. They kill Adam and with him the rest of my sanity. Vicky gets arrested. The movie ends with her daughter as a toddler and her using Holly as a human blood bag. So that was Vampire Diary. Normally I would say it's not the worst movie I've seen. This is the worst movie I've seen. This is the new benchmark for bad movies. I would willingly watch the Monsters movie and all of the After movies again if it means I don't have to watch Vampire Diary again. I hope you enjoyed it. If you want to suggest episodes, get updates on episodes, or you just want to chat, follow me on Twitter at AshleyMarieWT, or you can email me at AshleyMarieWT at Gmail. And until next time, peace out. On to the next one, bitches! <laughs>